Though the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow. Let Hello and welcome to Adji Untold. This is episode 67 and part three of our Christmas series. I'm Rob. I'm Chris. I kind of read, I kind of malfunctioned in. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I felt like John McClane all of a sudden. I just didn't know what was happening. Um, oh, poor guy. As you can see, we've just done Die Hard 2. Um, that's a long watch, isn't it? That was a it, long watch. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good film. Um, yeah, I think the one thing I take away from that is... Holy! <laughs> oh, that I poor mean, guy. It, yeah. He's been through far too much. Yeah. He, he needs to retire. He's in his 30s. He needs to retire yeah. now. Uh, I, I, yeah. I mean, even Holly <laughs> says, why has it always happened to us? I mean... <laughs> what, what shocked me is she's still working for Nakatomi. Yeah, but the thing is, the, the plaza didn't do anything wrong. It was taken over, so it wasn't the plaza that was corrupt. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure she could find a way to make get I mean, some money out of them. I would assume so. Probably, I don't know. I don't know how it works over there. And it was in the 90s, so everything probably would have been different then anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we've, we've just watched Die R2, um, which we're about to discuss. Before we get into that, though, there is a couple of ways that you can support the podcast. Uh, if you click on the Kofi link in the description box, that will take you to everywhere where, one, you can hear the podcast on a regular platform. So that's Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, you're a first-time listener, hit that subscribe button so you'll be up to date with the next time you have an episode coming out. Also, in that code for link will be our merchandise uh, store. So, if you want to get sure. something, you want to go for and he says stop. Then, um, if you want to get something from the merchandise merchandise stop merchandise <laughs> shop, then you'll be able to uh, click on that code for link and you can take take you direct to that. Um, if you want to be up to date with what we're doing and talking about and things that are coming up and coming and our other bits and pieces, when we're not talking about films and TV and stuff like that, then um, go over to our Twitter. Uh, follow us on there, Facebook and Instagram, where we keep you up to date. And finally, we have another series called A Conversation with Adjie Untitled, where we talk to people in the, the, the world of entertainment and media. Uh, and by that, we mean wrestlers, actors, singers, performers, dancers, uh, internet, uh, what are they called? Influencers. Influencers. Um, and yeah, basically, we speak for about an hour and just see, talk to them, really, about what they do, how they got into what they're doing their life in what they're doing life out of it and so much more uh, so hit that subscribe button you can only find that on anchor and you can only find it on spotify where you can also find this podcast so you can always be connected to us uh die hard too though man <laughs> where, where do you want to start i mean firstly you said are you taking notes i was like nah um and i'm glad i didn't because i i feel like i would have missed something if, <laughs> if i was looking down um yeah so, firstly, let's answer this question. Is it a Christmas film? It happens at Christmas. If the first one is a Christmas movie, so is this one. <laughs> okay, yeah, I agree. Um, yep, that's that, well, that's that conversation done. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I, no, it was I, blunt, agree, wasn't it? <laughs> I agree, though. It's one of those things. Do you know what? The thing is, I would say the first one is more Christmassy. This one, is, again, is set at Christmas. I think but... the only reason the first one is more Christmassy is because they've got the decorations up in Nakatomi Tower. Yeah, and it's on Christmas Eve, and yeah, but take take away the decorations. It could have been any other day with snow. Yeah, 
It's how it's thing is same with this. Yeah. But because they mentioned it's Christmas and let it snow is playing at the end, which I forgot played at the end. Um, I thought it was like a generic action theme song. Um, <laughs> he walking away from the explosion behind him or something. <laughs> yeah. That we'd have a good few explosions in this. We do have a quite a few good explosions, especially the last one, but we'll talk about that one at the end when he, uh, he drops the yippee ki um, which is only ever used once in a film if you don't want to waste it. Um, but yeah, so McLean is at the airport picking up. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> oh, and he's. That's not even his car, his car gets towed. Or his mother in law's yeah, car. Which yeah, is never good. Again, it, it feels like this is a theme as well. We literally just spoke about how in films and TV shows that the other half hates the in laws. Yeah, the relationship between in law and. Spouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's strange. But then I guess this, I don't know how long, this, obviously it must have been at least a year that's gone from the first one to this one. Well, the first one was 1988. Yeah. This is 1990. So okay, but then film In the movie universe, yeah, I'm hoping it's been over a year, otherwise his body wouldn't, I don't, wouldn't have think his body would have recovered yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the amount of scars that man must have, literally. yeah. Poor guy. And the thing is as well, every time he gets battered, in this one, he goes back to Marvin, gets banded up to that, and then goes out again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that it goes for another coat. And then, oh, the poor guy. Poor guy. Where's um, he getting all these coats from? <laughs> well, Marvin finds them, doesn't he, when he's cleaning? So he, People's coats to get lost. He's just he got just, a collection. He's, he's, they say he's the janitor, but he's got a small office in a... It's not even an office, a small little caged area. I just think he's someone that just walked in there one day and just sat down. I don't know, he's out of mind, out of sight, isn't it? That's kind of how how he's looked on on this, you know. But I think a... he's more worried about his record collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's, he's not the hero of the story, but he's like the assistant to the hero. Yeah. Because he helped John out a lot in this. Yeah, and so did um, grown-up Colton. Um, <laughs> what was his name? I can't, I, can't, I can't remember what his name is. He did look like grown-up Colton Banks. Um, I don't know his name? his name. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, I mean that was he had a couple of sidekicks in this. Um, Even though they reprised the the guy from the first movie reprised his role for a, uh, one scene. Argyle was it Argyle? Uh, is it Argyle? Al? I, well, I just asked you. Is it Argyle? Hang on, let me Google. Al. Al. This Sergeant Al Power. Al Power. Al Power. Al Power. I see it. And in this one, it's Leslie Barnes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, obviously, so, yeah, he, Marvin has two... Well, McLean has two cyclics, Barnes and Marvin. Yeah. Um, and as you were saying, yes... Um, he, he does reprise his role. Well, he pops up again to help figure out that a dead guy is dead. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tells him to put the, uh, the Twinkie down. Um, which which I love do you know what I think it's great how McLean is so out of touch with 90s technology just <laughs> I mean that's that's a podcast I mean I, I'm going to keep that in I don't know if you heard the first but the drill it but the next door's drilling um, <laughs> I was unaware of that or otherwise I would have asked them to not do that yeah uh, the next door are drilling so if, if you hear a couple of jump cuts in this then obviously it's to cut that out um, and we'll try and re-say what we said so that way it sounds like a fresh edit <laughs> Any, anywho um, yes so we, we get the reprise of uh, Alpal which is 
<laughs> which is a good with his Twinkie. Yeah. Um, and I said, what was saying? John McClane with techno- modern technology. Uh, well, <laughs> modern. And, I say, I say wake modern. up and smell the 90s. Yeah. 20 years yeah. ago. <laughs> exactly that. Um, isn't it funny how things like a beeper and a fax machine back in this film were like a height of technology? Yeah. And now we've got iPhones and... Well, think about everything they, they were, the woman was using, the, the lady at the, the reception, the phone, the, te- the computer, the fax machine, the beepers. Yeah. You have in one item now. You can have that on your phone. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, okay, yeah. Maybe not the fax machine. You can't print it out, but... So. No, but you can take a photo of the product, of the document. Yeah. And, and edit it in, in whatever. It. Yeah, and email it and stuff yeah. like that. So it's everything in one. Yeah. I've never understood fax machines, you know. I, d- I don't know how they work. Like, I know, obviously, they're connected to a phone line, but is it a separate phone line for a fax machine? And if so, how... By the time I, by the time we'd ever think about getting one, they've already gone out of date. So yeah, yeah, and beepers. I, I never understood that. What would be so basically? Your it's like a way to alert someone. Give me a call. Yeah. It, it's well, so cell, weird. Cell phones were very different. They didn't send text, did they? They just called. Yeah, yeah. So that was issue like the text system of a mobile phone. <laughs> yeah, without saying anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. I found that very strange. But again, woke up this morning in the 90s. Uh, McLean now needs to wake up and smell the 2000s and everything else. And the 10s and the 20s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a lot of smelling to do. <laughs> he has a lot of smelling to do. Um, you can also smell a lot like... Um, Teen Spirit. Sorry, uh, couldn't no. help that. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, fuel. Like, aeroplane air, air, fuel. Um, is there a specific name for that? It just says fuel low, isn't it? Yeah, it's just aeroplane fuel. Yeah, yeah. But um, he definitely smells that at the end, doesn't he? When he uh, <laughs> he dumps it all and then... Um, yeah, he's standing right near it as he ignites it. Yeah, and then laughs at himself. For it. He goes a little bit psychotic at the end, you know? Well, frankly, so would I. <laughs> I've jumped from it. This is me. <laughs> yeah, like, I would have done that. The person thought... that doesn't box jump at the gym, but jump off the aeroplane, fine. <laughs> box jump. You know when you get the little boxes and you hop up them? And then you hop I can't up. jump properly. No, you know I that. know. That's what I'm saying. The person that doesn't do it and you're like, well, if I jumped off the plane, <laughs> but if carry I, on. I jumped off the, uh, the helicopter onto the plane, well, given my mass, I probably would have rolled straight off. But <laughs> if after if I'd done all that he's done, I'd have literally psychotic. You'd be on the floor laughing like the fucking Joker. Yeah. You, you, uh, yeah, literally what he done. Um, y- yeah. I mean, there's so many places that we can go with this. Uh, other than McLean going a bit loopy at the end, um, I think. What do, what the physics does that physics hold up? You like the fuel? And it would have jumped to the plane. I'm not getting into the physics. Okay, of that. <laughs> right. Let's not let's not go poking I, holes there. No, then. no. There's um. I mean, they shoot a gun in the plane, and there's there's no suction air suction that comes through the window. And, just a broken window, and everyone's yeah, and okay. And a bit of snow, a bit. Yeah. So just look past that. I, I guess it's easier to look past it than it is to try and look at it as a problem yeah um, especially it's in the 90s as, as we said wake up this morning in the 90s um, the cheesiness of it um, I, I think we need to address the well the the big question um, okay what is the big question the naked dude at the beginning uh, is, is there you seem, you seem overly focused on naked dude well, <laughs> what made me laugh I knew it was going to happen and yet I was still shocked when he put a naked on the screen doing... I don't, what was he doing? Like yoga, tai Chi or something. Yoga, Kung Fu. A combination of all three, I'm not sure. But there was no... 
it didn't bring anything to the movie. There was literally no need for him to be doing naked Tai Chi yoga kung fu. You're saying you've never done naked yoga or kung fu or We're not tai talking chi. about me. No. We're talking about the movie. Let's leave me alone. Thank you very much. Naked meditating. That, that could be something completely different. Um, but yeah, what a weird way to bring in a character. Just... <laughs> Some of these positions I was worried were careful, so it might be visible. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, you're, there was nearly angle of the dangle at some point. <laughs> angle of the dangle. <laughs> Where the fuck did that oh, come from? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it, the way some. That's got got a t-shirt or something. The angle of the dangle. <laughs> but, but yeah. It, it, Right, no more dangles. Thank you very much. But yeah, like it, it was just such a weird way to bring a character in. We we both laughed at the at the end when he goes to flick the TV off. He does it in a very kung fu ninja style. I'm like, was the TV supposed to be scared of him or something? It reminded me of you know in Johnny English when he turns round and tries to do his James Bond pose. Oh, good God! But yeah, it was. It was such a strange way to bring in the character. Um, and why was he so sweaty just from doing like a... Well, um, if it's like Tai Chi, you're using your muscles against themselves. But that's all I know about it. So maybe... I, I have no idea. And then he didn't even shower. He put his clothes on. Yeah, that's and just icky. Yeah. You don't do that. No. Shower, at least shower after you're going to do whatever it is. Or maybe some deodorant at the very least. <laughs> just something. Um, and then you spoke on how organised they were coming out of their rooms. Yeah, it's like they were. It was a little too. This, then this. I know they're supposed to be military and special forces. Yeah, but no one's gonna be waiting by the door just to make sure. Like, and now, and now, <laughs> it did feel like that, didn't it? Like, yeah. a, you know, when you got and action and one and two and three and four. Oh, dancing stage. Or something. Yeah, yeah, it felt like it. Just wait, the only thing they missed there was Jad's hands. <laughs> that was the only. That's bit. what he's doing behind the camera. You just couldn't see it. Um, but yeah, so obviously we we meet the colonel. Uh, what is it, colonel? Or is he a sergeant? I think he's... I, oh, I'm guessing... Colonel Stewart. C- Colonel, because the other one's the general. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, so obviously we meet him, um, and then there a few people are in the airport with him, and basically are, are given a mission. Um, and uh, <laughs> within the mission, McLean sees that something's up. Because they're, they're not acting... Well, they're, they're acting, but they're acting pretty poorly as normal people. And that parcel they're carrying, that is a really badly coloured wrapping paper for a parcel. Do you know what? I did not even realise that the thing that they were carrying, the parcel, was the thing that they were installing. I, I, that. I, I never twigged until I, I see it again. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I, I just didn't think about it. Um, but when he finally he goes in there, kills one guy by compressing him, which is, <laughs> oh, it's like, it sounds like cracking an egg. I mean, did he compress... Was he compressed? He's kind of went for a roller. Is that a compression? Yeah, but the roller was like half the size it needs to be for a human. And it yeah. was solid. It's not going to move. I guess so. So his body was crushed. Yeah, so he, he got squished. Yeah, let's go uh, squished. That, that, that adjective works. Um, yeah, that weren't too great. He gets hit. But then the pit, no one believes him when he tells him something's wrong. I really hate that. If these people had half a brain, he wouldn't have needed to do any of this. Yeah. And what I like is when he goes, <laughs> have, have you got your, where's your badge? Yeah, show us your ID. And he goes, I think it's in Cleveland. <laughs> it's also in Cleveland. 
Well, it wasn't explained where it was found. No, but they one found guy it. just turns up and goes, "Here's your, here's your gun and your badge." Yeah, but yeah, um, obviously. But then we get me taken to um, the commissioner. Is it the commissioner or the one that's running? He's the boss of the airport. Yeah, what do you think of him? A bit slow on the uptake. Yeah, but then we know something's happening. He doesn't. He's just he just he's just told that they've got a dead body. They've got a cop from LA. A famous cop from LA as well, at that. Yeah, but he's still just a cop from LA. From LA. I know he's famous, but... Well, back then, you wouldn't have given famous people such a leeway, would you? No, but I, I think because of what happened at the, in the first one, in the plaza, um, obviously him being a hotshot hero and all this sort of stuff, which is literally what he calls him, um, he says none of that stuff flies around here. Um, well, that's that piggy guy that we don't like. Yeah, yeah. And I think he tries to put him in his place and just, like, in a way of, you're not doing this here. Which I understand. But then if he'd have listened to McLean, half of these problems wouldn't have happened. No. Yeah, the, the police commissioner, it's, just, it's the head of the airport police. Yeah, yeah. Which, are they real police? I guess so. They, they've, like, they've got to go through training and, and all that sort of stuff. So I guess... I guess some are security and some will be police. I think they, but they don't differentiate. Between he does seem to be are. drunk on his, not drunk on his own power, but a little too comfortable in his own power. Yeah, like he doesn't want to. He doesn't want anything bad to happen, so he ignores it. <laughs> yeah, in a way, as where well, I can't see it, it's not there happening. Um, but he's just, it's horrible. I don't like him. He's this nasty little man, but only turns out to be semi-useful right at the end. Yeah, I think the only useful thing he does is rip up McLean's ticket. Yeah. <laughs> It feels like that's it. Are they, are they building Sky or something? I don't know what they're doing. By my language. I think they're putting Sky in, you know. Was that a ladder outside? Yeah. Yeah. Probably putting this guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, he rips up his ticket at the end. But that doesn't get his car out of impound, does it? <laughs> no. So he literally doesn't do anything. Because he'd have to pay his ticket and take the ticket in to get his car back. Yeah. So without the ticket, he can't get his car back. No, I, I, I don't So he's know. made it more difficult for him. Yeah, That's not yeah. helpful. <laughs> um, because we've got Carmine and Vito. They're the... Cous- cousins? They're the cousins. Uh, brothers. Oh, they're brothers. Um, that gene pool. Yeah. But what I like is you can't... The way they can't... They don't tell you that. But when you see the first police officer who gives him the ticket, then later on you see the next one. And I was like, oh, it's him. And I was like, no, it's not. And it, it felt like that ongoing joke in... Um, do you remember in Jingle All The Way? When they kept finding the uh, the head... Arnie kept running into the head police officer all the time. <laughs> and then at the end, he was like, we could do with someone like you on a false. Turns around and it's him. It felt like that was going to be the joke at the beginning. Um, thankfully, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, the fact that they're brothers... Um, it, and you can see how both of them act. So it's like, because they've got a badge... They have power. Yeah. I imagine they they probably tried it to be something else first. And it yeah. failed. And then the police option was all they had left of them. Maybe. I don't know. Or um, maybe they're like a legacy. The only reason they really got onto the force is because their dad or their granddad was police or something. Yeah. Um, so, Holly is on the, on the plane. Um, flying back from, I guess, from work. Right? Yeah, because she's still looking at Nakatomi stuff. So, she's flying back from work. Because they moved to this place now, haven't they? Yeah. Is it New York? Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> I believe so. Well, they've they've moved to this area. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be closer to their in-laws, her her mother and father? Yeah, I believe so. That's where the kids are at the moment. Because the last time she left the kids alone, 
the idiot dick as his name yes okay the idiot dick he basically <laughs> pressured yeah, he pressured their housekeeper into letting him interview the kids yeah um, and then she well uh, she smacked him he got a restraining order yeah which has been it's been set for quite a while then if it's been a year, over at least a year or so exactly that's what I think so I think a lot must have happened so it's over a year or two years a gap between this but obviously we don't get told that time frame um, but yeah, as you said, a lot has happened. John McLean is back with Holly. Yeah, because in the first movie he was estranged from her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, did you think there was ever a moment where? So in the first film, he needs when he's flying, he hates flying, as he says. He needed um, he didn't have shoes. So it was the glass, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this one, do you think there was a moment where he like he needed something that he didn't have? Did you think that was going to be with the car? I thought it was going to be the jacket. Really? Because, well, after the first one got damaged, basically Marv gave him a new one. Yeah. I just thought it's going to be like a running gag again. He's going to lose that jacket and he need another well, one. He, yeah, because he yeah. takes that off. He, he has about four jackets in yeah. this film. Like, I've never known someone to lose four jackets within, like, two hours. Well, how many people have you known that have taken on terrorists in an airport? <laughs> None, but as a rule, <laughs> you, do, <laughs> you know, who needs a... And the thing is, the only thing he changes is the jacket. And he just gets more cuts and bruises. Well, um, the amount of blood he gets down the side of his face. Is yeah. Slick. It is. It is. Um, yeah. I mean, where, so where do you want to go? Do you, overall, what what do you think of... Did you enjoy the film? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Die Hard's generally a good one to watch. Yeah. It's going to be interesting now, though, going forward, because our rule is if we start a series to complete it, which I'm not saying we won't complete Die Hard. However... Three is not... And it's Christmas. not Christmas. No. Nor's four and nor's the next one. So we kind of now need to like sporadically place them in through in the a, year. Yeah, throughout the year. Um obviously which we will do. Um, we've got another couple series to one to finish, one to start. Um <laughs> definitely one to finish. Uh yeah, obviously that'll be a big announcement next year. Um when a new one is. But I, I don't really know how we're going to kind of fit the next ones in. I know we said we'll put them in, but I guess it'll be, uh, if you want us to do three and four and five, tweet us, let us know, and then we can kind of fit them into our schedule our schedule for next year, obviously, because we're going to be, we're trying to do even more for next year. Because um, it'll be an anniversary for the podcast. Obviously, we'll talk about that next year as well, but it's just a little teaser of what's to come. Um Speaking of things, wasn't sure what was to come. McLean didn't have a clue because every time they thought they were doing something they were supposed to be doing, it was just a way, it was like a red herring to make them yeah, waste the special time. Special forces, the baddies had. Uh, well, they're, they're, they're experts at planning this kind of thing, so yeah. they figured out who would go where and what would happen. Yep. The thing is, I, I would have suspected something if when they were going to try and set up with the communication relay outside. When they're going along, there's people painting. It, yeah. just, it, it seems really weird that it's really empty air and there's someone just slowly painting. <laughs> I think what's worse is the fact that they were slowly painting as yeah. opposed to like just getting well, a job done. I mean, it's Christmas Eve. You'd be getting your job done because get, get, you want to get out of the place. Well, yeah. You'd think. Um, instead, no, the T-1000 and the rest of the cronies <laughs> were, um, <laughs> were, were just, you know, minding their own business. Well, essentially, minding their own business. Um he does look young in this, though, doesn't he? Very young. And I think Judgment Day's 94? 94, I think he is. 92 or 94? 
I'm going to say 94, but I feel like that's wrong. I'm just giving it a quick mm-hmm. check-up. This is where my film... Normally, I'm great with film years, but just... For life. 1991, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. 91? So this is a year after. He aged. He did age. He looked... He does... Because he doesn't look that different, but his face looks... lines quite clearly there in the Judgment Day movie. Maybe they may have added them, though. Yeah, maybe they didn't want him to look too young as a cop. No, but they needed to make him more look more robotic mm. um, for the film, I guess. I don't know. Um, you still think it's weird that I've never seen the first one? Yeah, that's a series I'd love to do. But then after what they've done with it, I'm, I'm unsure. Um, I actually went... This is when I was. I went to America with, the, with my family. Well, yeah, over a decade ago. I went. We went to Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. And we actually went on the Terminator ride thing they had there at one point. Yeah. But it was the this Arnie and young John Connor. Yeah, yeah. And they John went through Connor. time. Yeah, <laughs> John Connor. They went through the time portal and blew up Skynet. And that's how I remember it more than anything else, that bit. You need to watch the first one first, though. It's weird how you can watch the second one and then not see the first one. Well, Arnie's the good guy in the second one. I like that. Yeah, but him being a bad guy in it is great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you want us to do a Terminator podcast, I'm, I'm all for that. Um you know, I don't, I don't mind that sort of thing. That would be, it'd be the first time you've seen it. Yeah. Watching the second one, which is arguably probably one of my the greatest film sequels of all time. Um, so yeah, if you want us to do that next year for a special or something, then uh, let us know on Twitter. Um, but yeah, the T one thousand in this, um, it's just a casual dude painting, <laughs> just a regular run of the mill terrorist. <laughs> yes, um, and he calls him a sitting duck, and he shoots him in the head, um, which is very. T-1000-esque. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of lined up for that role already. We really didn't... Well, yeah, I pointed out that there would have been a lot of bone and brain matter splatter out the yeah. back. Not just like, shoot him and he falls down. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we see a guy get crushed, someone gets shot in the head and someone put through a, an aeroplane propeller. Ooh, the like, engine, though, that's just that's a very bad way to go. That is, isn't it? That is when awful. You, for a few seconds when your feet are in first... And you're still outside. You can feel your body being churned up. Yeah, that's not not really what you want to feel. In it. Oh, oh, and I, do you know what I think? The worst death: the ice pick through the eye. Oh, and your ruddy joke. <laughs> McLean stabs this guy through the eye with an icicle. And what do you say? Well, he should have put some ice on it. <laughs> I could have you said. Need, you need to work for Penguin. I could have said he would have seen that coming, but I thought that was more cheesy. The one you chose was terrible. They're both terrible. <laughs> Which one's better out of both? It's like being asked to choose the worst of two things. It's, they're both bad. But they're so bad, they're good. That's that's the problem. No, I didn't yeah, say they I'm were a... good. <laughs> or I did. The one I think's worst, therefore the best, I suppose, would be the icicle one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joey reminds me of, have you seen Friends where Monica, I think it's the Thanksgiving episode, Monica's just trying to get something out of the uh, freezer. And uh, a bit of ice hits her in the eye. And Joey goes, well, maybe you should put some ice on it. <laughs> and so it always reminds me of. Um, and if you haven't seen that, then obviously go and watch it. Um, speaking of Friends, though, if you'd like to listen to a vintage collection, because we did The Simpsons on the last episode, um, and obviously we discussed that that's not a vintage collection episode. But if you do like the vintage collection series, then go back and listen to... We've got Simpsons, we've got Friends, we've got Power Rangers, we've got Buffy. Um, only fools and horses. So there's a bit of a few red dwarf. Oh man, there's, I didn't realise we'd done that many. <laughs> um, but yeah, go back and listen to them. That was they were all fun, and obviously we're going to do plan to do some more going forward. Um, 
But yeah, again, tweet us and tell us any any ones that you want. The, the rule is from the nineteen ninety no, from the year two thousand backwards. Back. So it can't be after any. God, calling that vintage. It feels. I know. I know it was twenty three years ago, but come on, I still think the nineteen nineties is being ten years ago. At, but at what point would you say? I mean, look, this Die Hard two was nineteen ninety. Um, July of 1990 by the way which is a rare time to have a Christmas film yeah but I suppose they were banking on the I mean it was a it was like a couple of years after the first Die Hard mm-hmm. so they had time to build up a lot of interest in it as well yeah I think the way I always look at it is don't forget nowadays if a film comes out within three months it's out on DVD yeah back then a film would come out and you had to wait half like a year six months for it to come out so I guess the way I kind of thought of it would be, okay, let it just get it out early, and then for Christmas we got the, D- you can, got the you video. Can, video, yeah. You're gonna oh, say DVD then? I was, but they didn't exist back then. Compact no, discs were not a thing. What, did that beat a Max then? And I think VHS. They definitely had VHS. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about Betamax though. I don't. I don't know. Um, do you call it beta or beta? I used the the Greek. Alphabet, so I'd say beta. Beta. I call it beta. I, I don't know. Is there a... I don't think it's a different language, just pronunciation. No, yeah. um, it's like somebody says yeah, Omega, and I say Omega. 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 <laughs> omega. Uh, it's not Omega, it's Omega. I, I think it's because you... Is it enunciate? The specific letter to change what yes. it is. Um, oh my. Word of the day. I know, I know. For me as well. <laughs> I'm quite impressed with that myself. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of old technology, or I wouldn't say technology... Things that you don't see anymore. So, well, talk technology first. Uh, planes on phones. That that really baffles me because... You mean phones on planes? Yes. Just <laughs> <laughs> think someone's got this... Their phone just takes off. <laughs> <laughs> my phone has wings. Off it goes. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Rob. Eye wing. That's it. <laughs> don't give them ideas. <laughs> yeah, so... Phones, phones on, on planes. planes. That's the one. Um, planes on phones. <laughs> yeah. So, I fu- how weird is that? I find it so... Because because it was 90s, nowadays you're like, oh, well, people have just got mobiles. Yeah, you have to but, buy internet access on the plane. Back then, you had phones. Yeah. But it's, at some point, it was like, oh, you couldn't use any... Te- like, if you went on with a Game Boy, it had to be turned off. Yeah. And there was, But they were louder... Fun- I, I don't understand how... <laughs> it's a landline it's got a very long cable well that's what I was going to say like how how does that work because satellite phone I guess system really I'm not, I'm that's not. what I mean like it's strange isn't it to think that you can always google it how do aeroplane phone how did aeroplane phones work but that sounds like a very long thing to google yeah and it'd be a lot to read as well I just I'm just intrigued of was it via satellite was it like a like a CB radio of of sorts or something like that. I don't know. Like it, it's just things same as car phones. Well, why would that a thing? Like, <laughs> I don't know. You know, um, and things obviously that we didn't that aren't technology, but smoking on a plane in the airport. Yeah, nowadays. That, oh, that's not a thing now. Well, there's some. There's a couple of countries I know of. Well, at least one I think is that has like a lot. Of, I've seen online. It's like a box in the airport. And it's just got like a bar-like thing with seats. Yeah. And you can sit in that room and smoke. Really? Oh. And most places don't allow you to smoke in the airport anymore. It's too yeah, dangerous. Because, no. like, enclosed environment, smoke's not a good mix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely... I mean, even where when we used to be able to go to... Do you remember when you go to a restaurant and they have, like, smoking area and non-smoking? Yeah. So that was a strange time. Obviously, now it's, it's, you smoke outside. 
you know, and it especially like, in the UK. As it was calf, but it had the lower section up there, and it had like a walled off upper section. Not walled off, but like a wooden fence area. Right. And that was the sm- that was the non-smoking of smoking. There was nothing to stop the smoking, the smoke coming over. But they still had the smoking area. Yeah. But then literally when that got a bit changed into the flat area, that just got wiped out, so... Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, no, it is strange. Um, obviously, and I don't have any of that at this point. Uh, McLean um, is moaning that he's tired and he's getting too old for it and that his lungs are do- damaged. Says, then lights up another cigarette. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've got to stop smoking. I then lights another one up. Yeah. And <laughs> that, that makes me laugh. Um, well, back then it was like what the cool people would do. He's cool, isn't he, though, McLean? He's cool, but smoking isn't. Yes, exactly that. Um, another thing, overuse of grenades in this. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to blow up one cockpit. They did not need, what, three grenades? That's like six grenades. Yeah. Oh, nine. Nine. Yeah. Did you ever play the Die Hard game? No. You had, let's say, I think it was on PlayStation. You had one, two, and three, and you throw a grenade in and go, grenade! Yeah. <laughs> you throw it. Um, that was great. That, that was very fun on the PlayStation. Um, I'm trying to imagine how bad the pixels would have been for that game, though. <laughs> like the original Lara Croft kind of pixels, that person running. Oh, all right. Uh, they weren't the best, but it was a fantastic game. Um, but yeah, I'll never forget that, just that noise of, grenade! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, why'd they throw nine? No, nine? The thing is, did they have three each? I know he said we've got three each, but then the guy that was next to Sergeant, what's his face? He, he gave, gave him, him one. one. Oh, said he. Yeah. <laughs> he gave him one right there on the tarmac. <laughs> So that's like three, a six, really, wouldn't it, Ben? I mean, if they all threw three, yeah, he, uh, so let's just say they had three on them and they were three throwing the grenades. They still would have thrown nine, but one guy only would have thrown two. Okay, doesn't I'm just confused why he gave the sergeant the grenade in the first place? Then <laughs> I don't know. So, and then you you went, they threw them all in, and you went, why have they not gone off yet? <laughs> yeah, the, grenades. I don't have any actual practical experience with throwing grenades. I assure you, but. There should have been... They should have blown up before that. <laughs> well, you'd think. There was a bit of a time frame between it. Um, but yeah, it was just the way you went, why aren't they blown up yet? <laughs> you were insulted that they didn't blow up quicker. <laughs> Let's be honest. If this, if it was real, John McClane would have died early on in this oh, movie. McClane, he, he's just... He's just special, isn't he? He's, he, he's, he's, not, he's not a cop. He shouldn't be he's, a cop. He's not suitable for it. No. I, you know, he's, just, he's, got, he's like a cat. He's just got nine lives. Well, down to after the final movie, I think he's down to his final life. Yeah, definitely, he's got to be, hasn't he? Um, but yeah, how many times? So, how many times have you seen this? I can't calculate how many times I've seen Die Hard is, is Two. It that many? It's loads of times I've seen Die Hard Two. So, I've seen Die Hard One. My, so, out of the whole franchise, Number Three is my all-time favourite. Um, that's the one where he teams three. up with the guy who stops people from beating him up in the black neighbourhood, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's with um, Danny Glover. No, why did I say that? No, Jackson. Is it? Yeah. I know he's in it, but I didn't think he teamed up with him. No, he didn't team Oh, it says him. Yeah. Oh, he teamed up with uh, Jackson, yeah. So weird. I didn't think it was Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would have been a weird... Uh... <laughs> well, so a bit of a divergence there that... Do you know Michael Jackson's offered a role in... Or offered to part in um, Men in Black, the first one? Was he? He, but he thought it was a weepy. He thought it was a sad movie, so he didn't do it. <laughs> Then he bugged him about the second one, and he got Agent M. Yeah, yeah. I, I know he was in it for, like, a a brief... I didn't know he was offered a position, though. But, I mean, John McClane and Michael Jackson together. <laughs> 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 that that would have been interesting. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, obviously, so the third one's my favourite. Um, That's with Hans Gruber's brother, isn't it? Yeah. This The second one, though, I really enjoy. But for me, like, if I was to rate out of the three, three would be three, one, three and one are on the same level, and two is, I would say, just below. Um, but two is really good. But I, I, that's the one I've seen. This is out of those three. This is the one I've seen the least. Um, grow, at least growing up, anyway, or when you talk, when you talk about it. I've got to say, I haven't seen four, or five, or yeah, four or five. Have you not? No, I've seen clips because one of them's his son gets kidnapped. It's Justin Long, isn't it? I don't know. Justin Long is he in one of them? Um, All I know is that his son gets kidnapped in one of them. Oh, okay. At some there point, uh, yeah, I said at some point we'll definitely watch him and then we'll kind of go through him and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so how many would you say you've seen this more than the first one? Or yeah, really? I would say I've seen the second one more than the first one. Any reason for that? Or it's just what was on TV at the time. I think it was. It just felt like a Christmas. It was always on. Yeah, there are certain movies which generally turn up around Christmas, aren't they? <clears throat> Especially on like the twenty fifth, from the twentieth of December to around about the twenty fourth, over an evening, like Channel Five or Channel Four or something like that. They used to just pump these sort of films on. Yeah. About eight o'clock. They'd have to worry about making any programming at that point. Just no. Add another movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the idea of Bruce Willis with hair, I still find really weird. Like, <laughs> I know, I know, it sounds stupid, but I think it's funny. You can slow, you can chart his lack of hair by the movie. It's slowly <laughs> receding. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just find it really weird. Uh. I mean, even when he... Do you remember, no, later on when he's in Friends. He, by this time, Bruce Willis is bald. Yeah. And by the time he's in Friends, um, dating Rachel, he's got hair again, and I'm, I just don't like it. Like, he it, it just looks He gave looks himself weird. some hairs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, this is really good. Uh, have you got favourite moments? <laughs> Can you name at least yeah. one? Yeah, give me a second, jeez. <laughs> well, literally, when he's in on the floor after the... Planes exploding, laughing his head off. I just love that. I think it's so, hilarious. When he gets corrupted by the laughing gas from the Joker, there's that bit. <laughs> oh, John McClane. John McClane is the Joker. Yeah. Look, Jokerized version of him. Joke McClane. Joke McClane. <laughs> God. John McGiggle. Yeah. Yeah. He he does he does go a bit crazy, doesn't he? Well, yeah. He would. I like what I said before. Anyone would have done. Yeah, that does sound him crazy. Um, what would you have done if you jumped out of a helicopter and landed on the plane? Killed killed one person by throwing them into the blades, and f- began to leak fluid everywhere. Uh, Fuel. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I really. I, I really don't know. I mean, I've probably been dead way before then. To be fair. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> it happens. We, me and you would still be sitting in the terminal waiting for our flight to come in or something. <laughs> we, we would have been like delayed. Uh, okay. Well, you know why not? I mean, I, let's talk about people on the aeroplane. What? What were they? They couldn't do anything. No, they what were would stuck you have there. Watch an in-flight movie or something. Is there well, nothing else you could do? Yeah, I I would have eaten. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we, you would have <laughs> eaten. You're okay, I can, I can get yeah, behind you eating. There's, there's not much else you could... Not in the 90s. I've read a book. I Maybe I would have read then. Um, they were up there for a good... <laughs> two hours. More? Is it... No, no, is it? No, because the whole thing had to be the length of the movie. So, yeah, it was about two hours they were up yeah, there I for. Yeah, I guess. That's two hours extra. You're travelling for five hours. It's seven hours in the air. Yeah. That's like the length of time you guys. I'll just sleep. <laughs> I've got, I've got, I, when I was younger, I had a couple of, well, I'd, I'd get a couple of pills yeah. to help you sleep. 
At least they'd knock you out. I'd just take two of them to wake up and wake up as it lands. We're all okay. What's going on? Yeah. We were nearly killed by terrorists. Huh? <laughs> I was asleep. You don't think to wake me? It's like the episode of um, Family Guy where the plane gets hijacked and Peter wakes the guy up who's sleeping and says, we're all about to die. Well, why, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave him. <laughs> yes, let the guy sleep. If he's going to die, die in his sleep. It's yeah. easy that way. Um, <laughs> that is true. Uh, what about the old woman that zapped her dog? That's her. Uh... Yeah, that's pretty... Why would they add that bloody line I, I, to I, it? I know. I, I really tried it on my little know. dog and he limped for a week. Yeah. What? Why? Use it on yourself first. <laughs> well, yeah. You know. But it, it did confuse me. Like, she was so happy to say it. Yeah, it's like, oh, I just tormented my dog with an electric torture device. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you, I love the... Uh, the what What's she called? Um... Holly? No. Holly! Um, <laughs> the air hostess? The air hostess, that's it. I, I was thinking, it's not waitress. I, wouldn't, I couldn't remember what, what to say it was. When she offered us some champagne because she uh, punched out Dick's teeth. Yeah, um, she knocked out two of his <laughs> teeth after... He, well, after that, he, in the first movie, he got right in her face, didn't he? Yeah. She punched him. There must have been a court case or something in between the two movies for him for her to get restrained all to set against her. Definitely. Definitely that. Um yeah, a little prequel of what happened before. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen that. That would have been funny, yeah. The bitch you missed. That would have been funny. But I don't see any judge giving her, or giving giving him, like, because he barged in on her children, then he pushed into her face, so she, yeah. he could have been done for harassment. Surely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's still up to his old tricks. He's, you know, listening in and meddling and causing... He caused a bigger panic Yeah. by doing journalism. If no one, if he hadn't done that, no one would have known anything was wrong. Yeah. And they literally, it would have been... It would have come out eventually. But it would have been more controlled. Yeah. Like, in that environment. So yeah. I think he's going to get arrested or something. It's, um... But then that's what we were saying. Because he's doing freelance journalism, or whatever it is, or journalism... Well, he's, journal- he's a reporter for the, news- the network, isn't he? Yeah. So he he was doing his job, quotes. Um, but yeah, he's literally, by his name, he's an actual dick. I, yeah. I can't stand him. Um, that's kind of how you know he's a good character. Yeah. Because you can't stand them. Yeah, yeah, but it, there's you have them sort of people all the time, like around. Yeah. You know when you think, you know what, you're just you're meddling for the sake of getting attention on you. Yeah. And that's it. You know when you think, oh, because when he says he's when he's doing his interview from the toilet, mm-hmm. he says, "Oh, uh, was it? I'm I'm risking my life and my talent for humanity in the press." And he's looking at himself in the mirror. I'm thinking, you vain sob. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're literally you say you're doing all that, but you're literally in a toilet. Yeah. Like, you're not really doing anything. Um, yeah, I mean, imagine, let's say, for example, obviously he got out and what was happening, but if the people were able to control the aeroplanes, imagine if they were able to control it and crash that one because of that report. Yeah. You know, that would have been on him. He would so, have been responsible for everyone's death. Yeah. You know, so... It's only the fact that they've they've managed to use the beacon to send a new message like don't respond to the tower we're not in control of the tower yeah I do what do you think of the technology at that point then like the beacons and being able they they took control of the actual um, like service of what was going on and the baddies took control of the tower through the lines yeah and the goodies took didn't take control but they used the beacons to send a message to let everyone know what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. It was clever, wasn't it? Oh, it was definitely a clever idea, but I'm not sure it's, it would work. 
I don't know. What what always annoys me is as great as this film is, and I really do appreciate it, is um how they was able to get this whole setup made in this church and not one cable was broken. And one thing that the cable was long enough and, and all this and I know that sounds ridiculous, but the amount of times you let's say you do a setup from upstairs to downstairs or <clears throat> you run internet for the first time yeah. or you plug a cable in Dude, something always goes wrong. There's, there's no, no, every cable is perfect. <laughs> Could you imagine they've got all it all set up and there's one little plug thing, but it's like two inches too short and they just can't. <laughs> exactly that. Exactly. Well, they've left on the back of their original base. They've left the, like the little plug adapter thing. Yeah. And it's sitting on a table at like, 200 miles away. Like we literally can't do it without this thing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the use of changing the guns from live rounds to blank rounds, and obviously the colonel being a part of that with the blue tape and the red tape. Yeah. So did at first it was all blue tape and you was like oh okay, then they swapped to the red tape and you went oh that was red tape and they swapped to the blue oh okay did did you forget that no I realised what was happening like I told you before near the beginning I had a vague memory of the the general being a bad guy yeah so but, I thought okay something's gone but this, when I saw that I realised ah right blank rounds it's very subtle the way they put it in but it's very clever the way they kind of just they drop that bombshell on you up with that having to announce it and let the rest of the film play out. Um, which made it feel, I don't want to say more real, but it let the story play out as opposed to a big plot twist without yeah. having to come out. Um, and I, I do really like, enjoyed that. I do like McLean's face when he realises what's happened. Off the it, snowmobile, isn't it? Yeah, he's, off the snowmobile's crashes and everything. He picks it up, he checks it and he goes, it's that, it's that one click, that one moment he realises, oh crap, he's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very clever. I really like that. Um, then when he goes back to the tower and he tries to tell them what's happened, so he just he's just open fires at him on a blank round. <laughs> These guys, the police captain, whatever, he's cowering against the wall, screaming. Yeah. He's a, well, I don't want to use that word, but you know what I mean. He's one yeah. of them. <laughs> he's one of them. Um, he's the biggest one of them. Yeah. But I said to you, someone's got to change their underwear after that. Yeah, yeah. Someone's opened fire. It's with definitely them. brown trousers time for someone. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, is there any... You got any... Because we didn't really take notes. And, no. Um, do you prefer that we didn't take notes for this and we're just talking about that? Or would you have wanted to take notes? Because that's something you tend to do. I kind of... <laughs> if we're watching a movie separately, I'll take... An, uh, I think it's more likely I'll take notes. If we're watching it and then doing the podcast straight away afterwards, yeah. Sorry, the podcast straight away afterwards. Then yeah, um, I can do it without. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I was gonna take notes and I was like, every time I do, I miss something, and especially in something like Die Hard. Something small so thing. small is so like. If you missed the gift thing, you would have been like, well, where did they get that from? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I just think, especially in these sort of films, is the smallest thing could be like a big detail. It's like, how did they get into the back rooms anyway? Yeah, the door was shut, and they just literally twisted it. I think he might have had a key. If they've planned this out for two months ahead, they've obviously scouted the building beforehand. Yeah. Um, two months planning as well. That's it sounds silly, but that doesn't sound like a long time for what they were doing. And considering he was the guy, the guy, the baddie, the big baddie, was deposed a month back. Yeah, and then the only they only made, they only made the decision to extradite him the day before. Yeah, so they. They must have other people under his control, higher up in the military, that have helped plan this. Yeah, because it wouldn't. All the people that he's got wouldn't be enough to pull this off. You need someone higher up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously the the colonel 
um, and the is it the general the the guy that kills the newcomer yeah um, they were on the same like thing together you know same in team. the same team and stuff in the, the military so well, he, they knew of the each general other general guy actually talked the well him the yeah 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 parts. so it's interesting that they kind of do that so, like you know and the way they kind of played on him being the good guy and it's kind of in wrestling terms he was a bad guy that turned to the it was a good guy that turned to the bad guy yeah like he heel turned um for all the wrestling fans out there um they switched the personality the, the they switched the personality of the wrestler to fighting either the baddie or the goodie yeah yeah and that's kind of what they're doing this um obviously McLean sees he doesn't know what's happening until he figures it out yeah um yeah, so obviously until he figures out what's going on, then the minute he does it, he then gets back. But we never know, we don't see McLean get back. And don't forget, he's gone quite far in that snowmobile, so he must have been running. Yeah. It depends on how far away they were, because the, the church was on the outer edges of the airport. Yeah. Because that's where the old, um, everything was being slowly taken down. That's where down. the lines were and stuff, yeah. Yeah. So the... He's, he's got onto the airport grounds itself with the snowmobile at the very least. Mm-hmm. So it's not that far. But yeah, he would have had to be running in the snow. Yeah, because I'm saying the snowmobile blew up. So he would have to run back and the car was there. Barnes's, I think, car was there. Um, so yeah, unless he stole one or something and drove back. I don't know. But yeah, obviously he gets back and he looks battered. He looks worse for wear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when he jumped, when they're shooting at him and he's, his snowmobile goes over the top of a lorry. Yeah. That's Good like, scene. I like that. Yeah, but it's very very much in the way of like the uh, Dukes of Hazard. Let's go through cardboard boxes that are on the road yeah. or something. It re- <laughs> Do you know what? It really did remind me of. As the snowmobile goes over the lorry, is that, you know in Home Alone 3 when Alex's remote control car flies over Mr. Jernigan? Yeah. <laughs> and he turns around. It's that, every time I watch it, I think, I just, I just think of the car, that moment. I always think of like the first Home Alone where he's on the sled and he goes over. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is, yeah, it's a good... We haven't seen that for a while. Um, if you want to listen to the Home Alone series that we've done, one, two, and three, um, at some point we're going to have to do the uh, the final one. So. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you <laughs> if you, if you want to go back and listen to them, uh, we've done Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2, and Home Alone 3. Um, I think all within a year of each other, so it wasn't too overcrowded for the yeah. Christmas pods. Um, and we've done them for all the Christmas uh, series. So check back for the last few years in the... Uh, the archives of the pod and uh, you'll find them somewhere um, if not just type in as you're untitled home alone I was up. always a bigger fan of the first two because they had more menace to them the, the, other ones, the other ones seemed to be more comedic yeah but it was only until you watched the third one you was like actually it's not that bad yeah it's not as bad um, as I thought it was but it's still not It's. Not, I prefer the first the home alone um, it's, a, it's a whole new group of people new series yeah. if they had a couple of people from like, the original one oh well we need to do number four because one of them comes back and he's a different person playing a character mm. like and Kevin's a different person and so we'd have to watch it to really complain about it um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get right. to complain about this movie uh, yeah that's sometimes that's what that podcast becomes um but yeah uh, I think one of my favorite things is when I go uh what's he called is it the colonel is that the, the guy that's doing the naked yoga thing? yeah um and she goes can we have a word and he goes you can have two Fuck and off <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that's always good. Uh, <laughs> Naked yoga. I don't. Is it? I don't know if it was yoga, kung fu, tai chi. I mean, it's like they made up for the uh, movie. Oh, I have no idea. 
it was just the strangest way to bring in <laughs> was... a character. You know, I mean, what what did you what did you think we were going to get out of that? <laughs> she's like, oh, he's mad because he's doing it naked. Like, <laughs> the, 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 there was no reason. They, they made him overly shiny as well, <laughs> even for sweating. There's there's only so much sweat someone has before they look a bit weird. But he was like Vaseline spray shiny. Yeah, yeah. It was like it covered in baby oil, and just like right, do your Goku stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I don't know. But I mean. It's an intro you'll never forget. <laughs> uh, and is there any any other mental notes that you've took and thought about? No, no. Okay, I just keep coming back to dangly. For yeah, you. the angle of the dangle. The angle yeah. of the dangle. <laughs> yeah, we need. Yeah, we need. <laughs> we need. We saw. We nearly, nearly saw his Christmas baubles. Um... <laughs> the angle of the dangle and Christmas baubles. Oh. Yeah. Um, all right, we need, we need to get into rating. Um, but <laughs> do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Naked Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Right. <laughs> do you want to rate first? Naked Tai Chi. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, who's going first? Me or you? After you. Yeah. All right. Um, look, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think it was as good as the first one, and I can't remember what I rated the first one. Um, and I feel like I should have listened to what I rated it <laughs> because it's a part of the series. Um, yeah, let me see if I can. But I'm going to save my number, and then while you're doing your, I'm going to quickly listen back see if I can get it. But I feel like I need to give it like an eight. Wow, it's really high. Um, yeah, because it's there isn't much that goes. How do I put it? There isn't nothing wrong with the film. It's a '90s action film. Yeah. with Christmas and you can't go wrong with an auntie's action film like they're they're up there <laughs> um, I mean they're proper up there with like you know and it's I think it's like this and two or one two and three are peak Willis films amongst other stuff that he'd done and stuff I mean I would say a very strong eight 7.5 to a strong eight That that's that's my ground like depending on my mood um you know, if I watched it another day, I was like, eh, I've seen it. I was, I'd, it wouldn't be a thing of I'd never enjoy it. Um, you know, there was enough action in there. Um, loads of special effects, which is my favourite thing. I love special effects. John's face after he's pulled the ejection. Yep. Uh, button? Uh, ejector seat. Ejector seat, yeah, yeah, the yeah. airplane, yeah. Like, just all that sort of stuff. And I, I just look at it and I think, so good. Flying, the helicopter landing on top of the the plane itself, you know, and they've just been over the top of it and just like the little stunts like that. And it, to me, that just adds how good the 90s were for certain things. They, <laughs> we didn't need like CGI or over the top with visual effects and all that sort of stuff. Which, enough special effects and explosions, an aeroplane and a helicopter doing this, that and the other. Someone shooting some guns and then dropping a catchphrase. That, I mean, <laughs> that sums up the 90s. That yeah. Good, doesn't it? Um, you could you could apply that to any any of them, and it's like yes, that's exactly what it is. So I'm um, I'm 100 down for it. So I'd yeah, I think I'm confidently saying eight. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'll go with a seven point five. Okay. As you said, it's a really good movie. I just I don't like rating movies too high anymore because I get so. You know what I mean? It's just it seems a bit odd for me to try and rate movies too high because I I find a movie I like more, but I can't rate it as high. Right. Yes, um, 
sorry, Die Hard 2 is a brilliant movie. I think everyone should at least watch it once. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's someone out there who hasn't watched it, but that's a Definitely. Go, if you've just listened to this, go go back and watch it. Uh, it's, it's a good movie. Oh, God, I keep saying that. It's a good movie. It's brilliant to watch. I love the, the craziness of it, how none of it would actually be possible. I mean, come on. He's using authority as a cop, but he's not even in his own jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a problem. You've got... I don't know, just the ineptitude of the the, the police of the airport. <laughs> yeah. They just Some of them shouldn't be on there at all. Yeah. I mean, the guy, when he finally realised, when the, the idiot, not the idiot, the sweaty little man, the police <laughs> officer, yeah. police constable, uh, I don't know I, if bloody I, rank. Uh, controller. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was called a police controller. When he t- when he gets to the phone and tells him, everyone get ready. Yeah. This is not the, you know, not the end one, the one before. When he, tell- when he sends McLean and the reporter down the lift. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you don't do it, you'll find a pink slip in your stocking. He hasn't got the authority to kill, um, kill sorry, uh, fire someone like that. For I not- think, yeah. I think he's a commissioner, you know. Yeah, but he doesn't have the authority to chuck no. someone. I think it's more of the threat of... It's the power play. Yeah. Petty little man. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> you don't like it, do you? No, I don't. Well, what gave you that opinion? <laughs> um, I'm just trying to find the uh, thingy. So what did you say? You gave it a 7.5? Yeah. Okay. All right, so I gave the first Die Hard a 9.5. <laughs> like... So to give this one an eight, it isn't the worst. Yeah, but a lot of the time, the first movie is better. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I do, I agree to a point. But there are a few films that I think, "Wow, you're better than the second, or you're better than the first one." <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, okay. So nine point five on that. Do you want to know what you gave it? All right. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we, we differed about this around about the same amount. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's not bad. As we said, um, so I don't know if I mentioned, at Christmas we rate things out of candy canes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think eight, eight candy canes and a 7.5. I think that's that's quite Someone's good. had a nibble on one of them. Compared to, um, compared to what we gave it the first one. I think that's quite reasonable. Um, I agree. To fall, you know, to fall just underneath. Because it's not as good as the first one, in my opinion. I, obviously you've seen this one more do you think this this one is better than the first one I don't really see them as being better than each other they're just good movies would you just say they're, they're highly equal yeah then yeah okay that's fair enough um, but yeah that's the Christmas I mean this is this this is part three of the Christmas special done uh, we have one more to come out and obviously that's going to be a fun one um, but yeah for the moment uh, that's it have you got a uh, I'm assuming you're going to finish this podcast with famous words. Okay. Um, to what they would be. Right? Does that make sense? Bearing in mind it's die hard. I think the most famous words are the way you're going to finish it. Okay. So, is there any famous words? Yeah. Angle of the dangle. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs>